The truth hurts, they say, and the truth is that pop star Lizzo is both obese and disease prone. And dash just a fact, yo. But don't you, don't you point that out to a dumpster fire BuzzFeed show. Also, the mystery surrounding a Ukrainian plane crash just hours after Iran's retaliatory strike. Did it just crash or did Iran take it down with one of their missile killing at least 176 people? Well, the Pentagon certainly has their thoughts on what caused it. And the egregious social transformation of America through refugee resettlement. What one Minnesota county is doing to block what all of these alleged Republican governors don't have the balls to do, and that is ban them. Sorry, you have to go home. Folks, we live in a post-truth, post-fact, morally relative world, and if you have any doubt about that, then try to try to just politely suggest that the ginormous pop star Lizzo is in danger of health complications due to her morbid obesity. Because Jillian Michaels did just that and is facing backlash that's almost as big as Lizzo herself for nicely stating the truth. It is unhealthy to be obese. More on that in a moment, but first, if you haven't already subscribed to the White House Brief on YouTube, smash that subscribe button. If you're watching elsewhere on Facebook or elsewhere, go to youtube.com slash John Miller. That's John with no H, so you never miss an episode. Subscribe to the White House Brief on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash John Miller. And now a word from our sponsor, who is Home Title Lock. Deborah's home was stolen, literally. I don't mean a bunch of bad guys broke in and stole her jewelry, no. Scammer stole the title to her home. And according to the FBI, home title theft is one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. That's why you should protect your home with home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to her home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned it. She was evicted from her own home and lost 85 grand in equity, just gone. Nobody believes you can lose your home and get it stolen so easily. Seriously, people, this is why you should look into home title lock, because you're not going to find an insurance company or bank to protect you from home title theft. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't know it. Then sign up to protect the legal title to your home. To get started, I got you 60 risk-free days of protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. All right, so Lizzo is not just fat. Lizzo is morbidly obese. Her weight should not be celebrated, and there isn't enough body positivity in the world that will cure diabetes. But miserable leftists are all about, my body is beautiful, even though I actively go against thousands of years of common sense science and have eaten myself into an amorphous blob. I demand that you tell me I'm hot. And if you say otherwise, it is because you are a toxic, bigoted soldier of the patriarchy. I mean, today you can't even politely state basic science. Look at Jillian Michaels. She's a fitness and nutrition expert. She went on BuzzFeed's horrible morning show where she very nicely said, hey, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't be celebrating the leading cause of death in the United States. We should always be inclusive, but you cannot glorify obesity. It, it's dangerous, it kills people. It's the number one cause of bankruptcy in our country. So 
there's a middle ground here. Now it's like, oh, that woman is 250 pounds. Good for her. And it's like, mm. <laughs> 250 pounds, I would say 999 times out of a thousand is going to mean heart disease, cancer, diabetes, autoimmune issues, and early death. Like, mm. Mm. Mm-mm. I, I have to no. say, I, I've personally found, no. and I love celebrities like Lizzo or Ashley Graham who are really preaching self-acceptance. I and, love her music, yeah, 100%. Well, I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she's a cool, awesome chick. Yeah, and I love that they're putting images out there that we normally don't get to see of bodies that we don't get to see being celebrated. And um, why are we celebrating her body? It isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. Well, I want to ask you... I, I, I'm just being honest. Like, I love her music. Like, my kid loves her music. But there's never a moment where I'm like, and I'm so glad that she's uh, uh, overweight. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just waiting for the lie. Because I've been told that there were so many lies and so many offensive things stated in that interview. Where was the lie? She was, she was being very nice about it, too. But the host, the host is still like, well, don't you think it's great that we're celebrating big, fat bodies that we don't normally celebrate? No, we don't think it's great. There's a reason we don't celebrate them, and it's not because of the patriarchy. It's because too much fat on the body will literally kill you. And if you love somebody, if you love Lizzo, then you shouldn't want them to die needlessly of an early death. If you're a fan of Lizzo's music, you should want her to lose the freaking weight and eat healthier so that she will live longer to make more of that noise you inexplicably call music. But the shrieking banshees on the left feel physical pain when they are confronted with the truth, and so they unleashed, unleashed hundreds of articles and tweets like this one. Jillian Michaels goes on fat-phobic rant against Lizzo. I mean, you guys heard the clip. Uh, did any of that sound like a rant to you? If anything, she's just sitting there like, mm, uh, no, ah, mm. that wasn't a rant. And they call it fat-phobia. They say fat phobia like it's a bad thing. Phobia means fear. You should be afraid of fat. Fat is the number one killer in America. And Jillian is also right that unless you're making millions off record sales like Big Fat Lizzo is, being fat could send you to the poorhouse. According to the CDC, the estimated annual medical cost of obesity in the United States was $147 billion in 2008. The medical cost for people who have obesity was $1,429 higher than those of normal weight. And as we've reported here before, a $500 surprise expense would put most Americans into debt, 500 bucks. The CDC also says that 40% of American adults are obese. So do the math. If you're overweight, the likelihood of unplanned health events is significantly higher and at the same time, most Americans don't have the adequate savings accounts, which means they could go into debt when their obesity sends them to the hospital. And if they can't pay their bills, then what happens? They go into bankruptcy. But don't just take my word for it if you don't agree. A huge portion of those people go broke because of health care costs. Okay, liberals. All right, liberals, take it from one of your heroes. I guess it shouldn't come as a shock that the political party promoting radically unhealthy bodies and spewing ridiculous lies like, yeah, you can absolutely be fat and fit is the same political party that wants Medicare for all, right? Go figure. Doesn't matter if you're healthy and take care of your body because your taxes are going to go up in order to pay 
for Bubba's steady diet of mayo and donuts. And for the record, the trash articles that you see claiming that you can be fat and healthy at the same time are all lies based on debunked, decades-old junk science. A 30-year study following more than 90,000 people concluded that being fat increases risk of heart disease. And folks, I mean, this is no secret. This is no secret. The keys to maintaining good health are eating well, eating nutritious foods, and doing physical activity. I know it's boring, but it's true. I'd also like to point out that this whole anti-fat shaming, fat is fit movement only applies to hideous feminist beasts. Because if it's somebody you don't like, if it's say a Republican, for instance, then, oh, then it's totally fine to call attention to the fact that they are medically classified as obese. Dr. Donald, do you take a waist measurement for the president? His weight, I think he said 239, right? That's, it seems, I think that's just shy of obesity, it right? Is, so yeah. it, you're confident of that yeah. number, and did you do any measurements? We don't do any measurements. We do height and weight, and then, you know, uh, you can put them in the BMI calculator and, you know, whatever. But th th we've never done, we've never done measurements, uh, you know, just... There, there's not a lot, you know, there's not a lot of point in it at this point. I mean, the president's acknowledged that he'd be healthier if he lost a few pounds. And uh, that, that's what we're going to try to do. Yeah, she's just a concerned journalist, concerned about the president's weight because obesity, it's not just an opinion. Obesity is medically considered a problem. Oh, the president is obese. I'm just a concerned journalist. Is that not a health concern? But if Lizzo, SJW queen, is clinically obese, well, you can't ask that. But really, I mean, folks, at this point, none of the hypocrisy should be a surprise. And the complete rejection of science and objective fact is pretty standard on the left. However, it's still my job here on the White House Brief to call it out. I mean, they may insist on living in la-la land, you know, where everything is okay as long as you want it to be. But that's just, it, it's just not true. We live in Realville. We live in the real world where the ancient truth prevails you have to treat your body well if you want it to work. If you don't, you will die sooner than you have to, okay? We do ourselves no favors by living in an alternate reality. It, it literally makes us a weaker country to pretend like fat is fit. And that's just the truth. I know it hurts. All right, before we get into what's happening in the heroic Minnesota County that barred refugees from resettling, that said, sorry, we like our community the way it is, want to dive into this Ukrainian plane crash in Iran because there are some curious questions that need some answers. Here's what went down. Moments after takeoff, a Ukraine International Airlines Boeing 737 plane carrying several professors, engineers, and PhD students bound for Kiev crashed and killed everyone on board. And watch, here's citizen journalist footage of the plane burning ablaze through the sky and then crashing around 6.30 a.m. local time. Watch. You see the, the sky lit up and they initially released a statement blaming the deadly plane crash near Tehran on engine failure. But that statement has since been deleted. And in a second statement, they clarified that the causes were not disclosed. And according to a Reuters report, an official at Ukraine's embassy asked Iran to rescind their initial statement that was based on the preliminary information on engine failure. According to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, criminal proceedings will be opened. Additionally, Ukraine International Airlines said the plane in question had its last scheduled maintenance on Monday, 
so recently and showed no sign of any problems prior to takeoff. And according to Ukraine's Secretary of National Security and Defense Council, Oleksiy Danilov, his team wants to search for possible debris of a Russian missile, the Tor air defense missile, after seeing online reports about the discovery of possible fragments of one near the crash site. And of course, so of course, the Washington Post, you know, they're, they're just giddy to make this out to be the Russians' fault. They're responsible, of course, for everything bad in this world, and maybe they'll even be able to connect it to Donald Trump. According to CBS, U.S. National Transportation Safety Board would normally assist in such a grave probe, but given the current tension between Tehran and the U.S., that was unlikely to happen. And why should it? Why is this our problem? Ukraine has the cash. Ukraine's got the funds. Remember, they've got the cash that we gave them with the non-quid quid pro quo, remember? They've got the money. And so if they want to investigate it, then that's their problem. Anyway, most of those aboard the plane were Iranians anyway. So if Iranians shot down their own people, then they can investigate that. And if, if, if it was, if the Washington Post has an inkling and it was Russia and Russia shot down their people, well, then they can investigate that. Now, the norm is for officials from the country where the plane was produced to help participate in the investigation, while the country where the crash occurred leads the investigation. But, I mean, does anybody, does anybody see us working well with Iran right now to get to the bottom of this? No. They're already showing signs they have no interest in working with us on an investigation. We will not give the black box to the manufacturer and the Americans, the head of Iran's civil aviation organization told an Iranian news agency called Mare, which means something funny in Spanish. So if they don't want to work with us, then I guess the countries 7,000 miles away who are affected by this are going to have to sort it out themselves. There's reporting that the Pentagon is saying with increasing confidence that Iran shot down the Ukrainian airliner with the caveat that, oh, it was just a mistake. This is apparently confirmed by a senior U.S. intelligence official and Iraqi intelligence official who talked to Newsweek. But the Pentagon, they're far more bellicose than the White House. And, you know, you got to wonder, perhaps this gives them a convenient way to once again ratchet up our engagement with Iran. Well, they thought they were attacking a U.S. missile, so we have no, we have no choice but to respond. Now, no doubt it's weird, but there were 82 Iranians, 63 Canadians, 11 Ukrainians, 10 Swedes, four Afghans, three Germans, and three British nationals aboard. What country is missing from that list? Who, who wasn't on that plane? Who wasn't aboard? Oh, that's right, Americans. Not one single American. And we've got some issues here in America we need to prioritize, such as a border crisis. And of course, the next issue we're going to talk about, the influx of refugees that even Republican governors refuse to stand up to. So if you don't mind, Middle East, we've got some of our own issues to attend to now. Beltrami County, Minnesota, is refusing to let refugees settle there after President Trump's executive order that allows local and state governments to opt out. They're completely within their right to want to preserve their community. Who wouldn't? But first, a message from our sponsor. 
All of you listening to my show at this very moment are probably paying way too much if you aren't using Patriot Mobile. And that's not even the worst part. The major cell phone carriers donate millions to left-wing causes like abortion, open borders, and more. And let's talk about reliability. Did you know that all of the carriers use one of the same four towers? So what's the difference? Well, I'll tell you. Patriot Mobile is the only company that donates a portion of your bill to support conservative causes, religious liberty, life, and the Second Amendment. And starting at 25 bucks, Patriot Mobile plan comes with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. This year, probably more than at any point in history, we conservatives need to stick together. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Miller, and when you use the offer code Miller, get a free month of service when you open a new line of service. You can also call their U.S.-based customer service team at 877-367-7524. Vote with your dollars, support companies fighting for your values, and save money. Patriotmobile.com slash Miller or 877-367-7524. That's 877-367-7524. All right, so Beltrami County voted to not allow refugee resettlement in their country, which they are allowed to do under Trump's new rule that places the decision in the hands of the localities, in the hands of local governments. In September, the president moved to fix what is arguably one of the most flagrant violations of the American people's right to decide the future of their communities by forcing societal change with refugee re resettlement. He reduced the refugee intake number overall, and he also gave power to local officials and the state governor to opt out of refugee resettlement. So you would think, you would think that this would be universally approved of by Republicans nationwide. Republicans, remember the people, the political party who was supposed to favor small government and localization? But alas, we see otherwise. There are a number of governors who take the same view as Minnesota's Democratic governor, who says the state as a whole is gonna just keep accepting refugees. In typical giant government Democrat fashion, he bemoans, I'm disappointed, but I understood that this executive order from Trump was meant to be divisive. It should have never been pushed down to the county levels. Never should have been pushed down. Yeah, limited government, screw that. Well, let me ask you this. How has refugee resettlement been working in Minnesota, huh? Minnesota has become a hub for refugees and particularly Somali immigrants. Remember, Minnesota, that's where Ilhan Omar hails from. Ilhan Omar, U.S. Representative for Minnesota's 5th Congressional District. She is one of those allotted refugees we keep hearing about that make our country stronger, but in reality is a prime example of how lack of assimil assimilation can lead to big problems and how even legal immigrants who hate our country and everything that makes our country great are really no better than the illegal immigrants who feel the same way. For instance, when Ilhan Omar giggles at a press conference about Iran at the same time Sheila Jackson Lee was talking about U.S. casualties in Iraq. Watch Ilhan Omar to the left of Sheila. And I'm very glad to say that uh, I was part of the 132 and also uh, the vote for Barbara Lee's uh, amendment. 4,000 plus, maybe 4,400 dead uh, and over 60,000 who came back um, uh, injured in some form. 
and the war never ended. As I recall the language in AUMF, it deals with hostilities in Iraq. Uh, it doesn't deal with an incident or uh, a dislike or someone in a car coming in from the airport. Did you see that? You see that? Tee hee hee hee! Tee hee hee! 4,000 Americans dead! Oh, Rashida Talib! Rashida Rashida! So funny! Uh, this woman's incredible. She, of course, is outraged when the president would assassinate a foreign official. Assassinate. But, you know, when it comes to 9-11, what outraged her more was that she felt like she was a loosen her rights. They recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. But it's not just Ilhan Omar. It's not just the insane left who is all aboard the refugee resettlement train, no. Several Republican governors have already voiced support for statewide resettlement, including Utah's Governor Gary Herbert. While conservatives have ceded so much of America to the left, the refugee groups have not ceded a single red county. And indeed, thanks to many apathetic and corrupted GOP politicians, resettlement has thrived in the reddest areas of the nation. So we've got this guy. We've got this guy, Gary Herbert of Utah. Guy sent a letter to Donald Trump saying, well, due to Utah's history as a haven for Mormon refugees, I empathize deeply with those who have been forced from their homes and therefore I'm ready to take in more refugees. And then, and then you got this guy, this guy who's the governor of North Dakota, who also claims he's a Republican. He's claimed that he would agree to resettlement if any local jurisdiction would be willing to go along with it. Now, if Americans don't stay vigilant, the swine of Open Borders, Inc., which occupies now both the Democrat and the Republican parties, will continue to plot to transform your country. And so far, only two counties in the country have stood up and said no. And that's Beltrami County, Minnesota, and Apotomix County, Virginia. They voted to keep refugees out despite support for a reduction in legal immigration in many communities. I mean, shouldn't these communities be able to decide? They're the ones who have been living there, many of them for generations. But no, we're told by the elites. We don't, we, we, we don't know. The little people, the small guys don't know what's good for us. And that's why you're not allowed to decide whom the government brings into your community and sticks among you and your neighbors. Instead, that gets decided by a coalition of left-wing, well-organized groups who strongly oppose restricting legal immigration, even if you don't. And their opinions are gospel. You have to abide by them. But how is our country supposed to work? Hmm? Not like that in the way that our country is supposed to work is that they are not in charge of your community. You are, all right? But if you're not paying attention, they're gonna slide it right on by you. If you're not paying attention to what they are attempting to do to your community, then they will win and we, the American people, will lose. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the White House Brief Podcast. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Please rate it and if you feel like doing it, please leave a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.